All right, hello and welcome to Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have... I mean, I'm Ed. I'm sitting over here. It's good times. I'm done. I'm sitting here, and it's okay times. I'm Paulo, and I'm exhausted because I've been at work all day. (laughs) And that's bad times. (laughs) <laughs> I like how you said that like you're the only one employed. Like, <laughs> like none of us do anything else. We just we we're just locked in some like I don't know some pokeball pocket dimension until it's time to do this podcast. Like, uh, yeah. Have I that I have said this on several episodes. That is my life. Like I I I, I don't know what happens when this podcast stops. <laughs> Doug, Doug is the detective Pikachu of the layman's guide to the multiverse. Saying, like we sign off, we get that smooth jazz music. Uh, I enter an eternal cold void, and then sometime later, I hear you guys talking, and suddenly it's another episode. Like oh good, I can live now. You're kind of like right. that dude Thanos who just shows up at the end of all the Marvel movies, <laughs> and right? Smirks. Yeah, and smirks. Yeah, I was, I was, I was about to say because while Paul is being a loser and working, I know for a fact while uh, while Doug was in the Nether <laughs> realm, <laughs> me and Ed were definitely in line for the Avengers Endgame Ooh. tickets. Did, did you guys get tickets? No. Are you guys going over no. there again? No. Everything about that. <laughs> no. Do, do you guys? No. Do you guys want to spend a thousand dollars on an extra pair of tickets? God, no. Because I can hook you up. <laughs> no, I'm I'm okay with not spending. <laughs> oh my $1, god. Hundred dollars. Are they? If anybody, they're if going anybody that out, high. Yeah, they are going that Jesus high. Christ. If anybody needs an extra pair of tickets. You talk to your boy Paulo. It's your boy up. Paulo from Staten. <laughs> is, it, is this episode even going to come out before that epi- that movie comes it out? It is actually. It's going to come out that week, I Ooh. believe. Damn, we're getting good. We are getting solid <laughs> on our release you know, schedule. You know, you know who else is really good at being a bad guy? Thanos. Ooh, he's got a purpley ball chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got a great ball chin. He's got one of the best ball chins, but he's also really good at being bad. Homeboy he, has testicles near his mouth. Is he though? Is he as good? Is he as good as my boy Doom? Ooh. Dude, he took out well, half. Look, okay. First off, he has better movie appearances. Okay, <gasps> that's in, that's inarguable, Paulo. I'm sorry, and I love Doom. And and he wiped out half of the planet. Okay, question. First of all, question. Half, no, question. No, question. Though. Oh, was Thanos on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> no, but he was in the Deadpool 2 movie. Um, We can't know that. As long as he has the gauntlet at any time, he could inject himself into it, and he could have always been a part of it. Excuse you, it only works in that universe. Yeah. That's also true. And I'm Grey's assuming... Anatomy takes place in a different universe, Doug. Come on. I, I assume that Grey's Anatomy is a universal constant throughout Listen, the multiverse. Uh, I don't even... Like... Main character Grey's Anatomy versus Thanos. I think the main character of Grey's Anatomy is taking taking this one, dude. Prove mm. me wrong. Uh, I'm just. I don't even know where this is going anymore. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. Ed has put me in a position where I cannot possibly prove it. Let's go, man. Doctor Drama versus Thanos. It, <laughs> no, <you> know, <laughs> wait, is it, isn't it Doctor McDreamy? No, no, that's that guy's guy. dead. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> how, it's been a, no, how dare you, Doug? All I know is it's oh, been on man. the air way too long. Wait, wait, wait that show's still going? <laughs> yeah. There are there are people in our audience who probably will fight you for saying that. What? That, uh, I, that I don't watch Grey's Anatomy? No, that it's been on too long. Oh, that was what I said. Um. Okay. Well, if you want to fight me, 
my name is Paulo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one's confusing me for you, Doug. I'm sorry. Holy shit, the hot takes. Oh, burn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. This is good. This is getting intense, man. Yeah, it's, it's getting very intense. Yeah, we're going camping. It's getting very intense. It's like it's like it's like this. You know, the universe's fate is at stake, or at least half of it. Yeah. What kind of steak? Almost like, um, like a ribeye, but one that's uh, rotting and dead. That's awful. Yeah. That, that's a yeah. that's a terrible ribeye. No one wants. Yeah, to I know. I, You'd be surprised. I was a waiter for a while. People love burnt the shit steaks. Yeah, I'm just saying, I wouldn't eat it. <sighs> anyway, though, the Santos fella. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's right, talk so, about so, this Thanos, let's talk about buddy. Thanos because it's like literally the title of our episode today. it is uh, so, I'm waiting for you to ask some questions what are you talking about the name of this episode is Great Ball Chin <laughs> uh, alright I'm not letting you upload this episode Paulo Chin <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like what like the, the, the purple juicy juice tastes like does that make sense no, no, because juicy juice is just flavored prune juice half the time. What? Yeah, well, what are you talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, they take apple juice and prune juice and reflavor it to whatever the fuck juice is on really? the lid. Okay, I mean, that, it sounds delicious. Yes, yes kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say yes, kind of, but juicy juice is still like like ninety nine percent juice. Or well, that's how yeah, they that's how they do prune it. Juice, apparently, yeah, we don't know I what don't kind care. of juice. It could be prune juice. Could be grape could be, juice. Huh. Could be Thanos juice. It, 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 oh, like it tastes. Oh. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, you ruined juicy juice for me. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, great sacrifices must be made. <laughs> the better of the universe. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So anyway, but yeah, like, like, can you think of a better bad guy that's been in the movies? Dr. I Jim. mean, seriously, that's been in the movie. Um, I mean, how Magneto. deeply am I thinking about their logic? Sabretooth. In terms of getting, in terms of pulling off their plot. Well, I mean, in terms the of juggernaut. succeeding. No, I was going to say, in terms of succeeding at their plot, Thanos is uh, pretty much, you know, at the tippity top as far as movie villains go. The Joker. Uh, uh, CGI but, from uh, Wolverine X-Men Origins. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that's honestly the true villain of that movie. Have you seen it? Oh, my God. No, no. It's terrible. Bro, you are right. I, I, I'm just saying, Thanos... Uh, or Thanos, I, I interchange Thanos and Thanos. Sorry, guys, but Thanos, like the anus, Thanos, not insert Ant Man meme here. But anyway, um, I, you. I was just gonna say, I don't want to put this. It's just that Thanos is the greatest bad guy on screen. No, no, no. There you go. He has accomplished more That's than fair. any bad That's guy fair. on screen. I can't say he's the greatest because Bane. Bane's done more. Uh, no, Ooh. he hasn't. But uh, population of Gotham City, couple million. Population of at least the entire Earth, couple billion. Think he's got Bane beat. Well, wow. and he doesn't have a silly accent. Also, seven billion. Game of times, Matt. Oh, imagine. I mean, but imagine if Thanos did have that Bane voice. Mm-hmm. That'd actually be kind of amusing. That's a lot of fun. Only that after is... you've seen half the population mm-hmm. turn mm-hmm. to dust, then I'll let you die. <laughs> What is it? What's the line? I was born in Infinity. What? Really adapted to it. What about Gamora? What was the line that he gave to Gamora about about having to kill half the population? I don't remember what the hell that was. 
With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I Damn just you, wish... Uncle Ben. You've killed us all. Listen, Thanos <laughs> has crossed over with Spider-Man. Oh, but we're not going to get into that just yet. That, that's later. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> we will get into that. All right, let's, let, let, now, let's get back on track. I, I, no, no, I, I, I'm, I I'm trying to. The thing is, is okay, so what I was saying was uh, Thanos has been the most successful villain in superhero movie history by his agenda. But if you look at his agenda, there's a few flaws. Oh, you sound like you've like watched like four million possible outcomes. Uh, no, I watched one movie that was poorly thought out. Ooh, Ooh oh movie? shit! Oh shit! Uh, no Hot take right I, I, there. I'm Hot saying, take. He doesn't like it Infinity is. War. What? No, no, I loved Infinity War, but I had to suspend my disbelief. Because here's this guy saying, oh, the universe is too overpopulated. There's not enough resources for everybody. I'm going to get an object that will make me omnipotent. I can do anything I want. And what does he do? He doesn't make resources unlimited. He doesn't, like, go, hey, here's, um, I don't know, like, I'm going to multiply the number of planets in the universe by 40. Uh, he's just like, no, fuck you guys. Half you need to die. And it's such a short-sighted solution because even if the half of a population that dies on a planet causes like global economic collapse, the population is going to regrow. And eventually. he, he ba yeah, but the thing is, when eventually he's not even that far away. We're talking a few thousand years. And also, if, if I remember, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. Oh, so I'm, I'm looking at that and going, okay, so half of the, the universe is populated. Because it's not just the Earth. It's, it's, it's the universe. Yeah, the universe. So it's half the universe's population. Oh, shit out there. He's gone, right? Right. But like, let's say hypothetically that like a doctor was in the middle of surgery. Mm -hmm. And now that doctor's gone. That guy's fucking dead. So that, that's another guy dead. Oh, no, no. That's why I was talking about uh, like uh, systemic collapse. Well, no, I understand that, that that would co compound it. One other thing. Didn't but, he say he was going to remove half of all living things in the universe? Yeah. That includes animals. That includes bacteria. That includes bacteria. That includes vegetables and plants and all that other oh, stuff. Fuck him. So, yeah. Oh, fuck. Any street is doomed. Yes, exactly. Thank no. you. He is, cre he, no, he is creating uh, a universe-wide pandemic uh, in this, or epidemic, or actually, no, none of those words are right. That's for a disease. But the point is, he's creating a shortage of resources and a shortage of people and uh, creating huge collapses on any planet advanced enough to rely on an interwoven social network. But the... Oh, man, Lex Luthor was what in that the, movie. What... <laughs> Oh, so oh. Okay. Th I'm sorry. Thanos Thanos had stock in MySpace before he did this. I was wondering <laughs> uh, I was wondering what you guys were laughing at. I'm like, I just made like a cogent point. Like, what the fuck are these guys laughing at? Unfriended, but, okay. that's what we're laughing at. <laughs> no. But no, you're absolutely is, right. Is that, you're okay. absolutely right. Yeah. Like it might take a thousand years, it might take ten thousand years. Let's say it takes a hundred thousand years. The population's gonna come back. You know, it, that is not a solution. I mean, like, okay, so 20 years ago, we had 2 billion less people on this planet. 
And like 50 years before that, we had two or three billion less people on this planet. Like it did not take us very long to go from like a billion to seven. I mean, before, before this turns into a podcast about like (laughs) our, our own, our own inability to sustain ourselves as a fucking species, uh, Thanos fucked up. He yeah, well, up. it's just it, it, it's faulty logic, but yeah, but it's they had to do that to make logic. him. They had to do that to make him a villain you can empathize with. Which, as we all know, villains you can empathize with are the most are the best villains because people can relate and project themselves. You know, I don't agree. I think the, really, I, I, th- I think the best villains are the people that are doing it just because they're fucking evil. Really. I find I find a, a villain like uh, Sauron, the um, the no, giant yeah. pterodactyl man that lives in uh, the Savage Land. Oh, yeah, I find him way more interesting, man, than Thanos. Okay, well he, yeah, dude, dude, yeah. he he has a fucking ray. Like he he's he's got this like giant fucking I don't know like 1950s ray gun that's turning people into dinosaurs, right? Well, just for the hell yeah. of it, right? No, no, no. So like he's doing it because he wants to, right? Spider-Man brings up the point that he's like, you're super fucking smart. Like, you could do anything with it. You could cure cancer. Like, you could save the world. And he's like, I totally could. But I don't want to cure cancer. I want to oh, turn everybody into I... dinosaurs. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I hear that in the monarch's voice whenever he says that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cure cancer. I want to be <laughs> evil. <laughs> I want to turn everybody into <laughs> dinosaurs. Like, I, was thinking, I was thinking Skeletor's voice. I'll turn yeah. everyone so into accurate. butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but all right. No. But in all seriousness, though, that's that's part of the part of the problem is you now have to find a way to make this character who we've only seen sit in a chair, sit in a chair, and, and smirk. Of every, of, listen. Okay. In about fifteen movies, he has shown up for about five to ten minutes, if that. If yeah, that. combined between all combined of those. between all, <laughs> of, and not even all twenty-two because the end credit scenes for those prior movies required other buildup. So okay, fine, whatever. So now you have a movie where you have to make your main villain relatable. You have to make him interesting for people to actually care about his motivations. And also yeah. on the plus side, he- you get you get an actor who's pretty good. At, at 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 playing, you know, bad in this circumstance, like Brolin did just, a great job. Just a little bit. Just he little had bit. he had a, he had enough of a big enough chin for them to uh, do a CGI <laughs> ball sack on it. Exactly, and super CGI ball sack. Just fucking you, you see, great like, ball chin. You, you see, but like on the scale of like empathetic bad guys, I think like the most empathetic you get like a Walter White where you see the entire show from his perspective. So you don't realize till like season five, like, Oh fuck, this guy is like really fucking bad. Yeah, I was gonna say, he, well, first, and then, on, and then, mm. and then on the other side, he got like, you know, Thanos where it feels like they just gave him, Hey, uh, you know, like, Oh, why am I doing this? Oh, cause you know, we, we don't have enough resources. We're just going to kill half the year. So, okay. He gave us a reason. No, 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 I, I, I'm going to interject right here. First off, Matt, uh, we need to talk about Breaking Bad later because Walt was always the bad guy, and if you didn't realize that till season five, you were missing the point of the show. But you see why he did all that stuff. Well, you, that's what I'm of saying. Of course, you you understand. You can see I why under- where he's coming from. I understand. From. I understand that he's a terrible human being. 
But the reason I brought it up though is because a lot of people didn't like uh, Skylar White because people thought she was yeah. just being ridiculous no. from the get go. She got a lot. Of, I know. Did you realize Everybody later on, her. they're always like, that, "Oh, that bitch, Skylar." Yeah. No. Like, do you know what you would do in that situation? She is the most reasonable character oh, in the show. I don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't know about reasonable, I, man. I, I wouldn't say reasonable either. But I don't know. There, there are situations in that show where I'm like, "Yo, just fucking talk about it." Exactly. Yo, just fucking talk. Just fucking talk about it. Just be like, "Why did you do this?" Just be, or, yeah, or, but, or just but, be like, "Did but, you do the thing?" But it's, just, but just it's talk Walt, about it. But it's Walt. That's but it's Walt. That's not uh, talking. No, they, exactly. Neither, neither of them. She's are. trying to. Yeah, and she's They're afraid. Both awful. Yeah, but you know what? You know though, what? So at is the, the kid. Of, at the, the end, kid's of, a fucking piece the, of shit to fuck all of them. Yeah, but once the kid gets the Infinity Gauntlet and wipes out half of uh, New Mexico, <laughs> and then Walt figures out a way to synthesize meth so that he can make himself really tiny on command, so that when Thanos drops by, he crawls up Thanos's ass and expands himself to stop him. super cranked yo yo give me give me thanos versus walt jr versus the main character from Grey's anatomy right fucking now <laughs> all, right. all i know and make a better sitcom than Rosanna. all i know is that we after this privately we we need to have a breaking bad conversation because i do not feel like we've gotten the same thing from this show um but no let's let's move forward from that in the sense that okay so we talked about thanos's flawed uh, motivations in the movies but at the same time like we were talking about we had to make him relatable we had to give him they had to give him a viewpoint that people could hear and go that does make some sense i can see why he would do that have we have we discussed uh, what his motivations are to do what he did in the comics no i was just uh, getting into that where i was going to say in the comics uh his motivations completely different. Uh, completely different to the point where you'd go, huh, I get his motivations, but he is uh, completely unrelatable because we can't do that in real life. Wait, what? No, no you, I was going to say. Wait, you get his motivation in the comics? Uh, let, let, let me finish. Are you relating to his I... motivation in the comics? <laughs> what are you even doing in the comics? have a conversation about your motivation. separate conversation. No, I was going to say, like, you can go, oh, I get his motivations, love, but wait, that doesn't, no, this doesn't, this doesn't work. <laughs> so can we get into the comics? Because, I mean, from what I've read of the older comics, apparently he was some sort of helicopter pilot, <laughs> I believe. Um, He was, and we will get into that. But Matt, uh, first, I think the perfect way to preface this Tell me what you know about Thanos from the movies. Like, just just describe the character and his motivations. Uh, okay, uh, big, Mick, large, huge, with a overripe grape for a head, and he just thinks that half the resources. I'm sorry, half the people need to half the living organisms that need to be wiped out in order for the betterment of the universe. Okay, now. Here's how that compares and contrasts to actual Thanos' motivations. Wait, wait, wait. Can um, I say it? Can I say it? Yes. He's got a massive erection for death. He does. Because he's goth as fuck. <laughs> he doesn't look like he came out of a hot topic. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't see him with that the. That hundred percent off guard. I'm just now. I'm just imagining Thanos walking around with like you know a My Chemical Romance T-shirt, <laughs> the skinny jeans, the two-tone totally shoes. Totally relatable. I will... That is a relatable Thanos. <laughs> no, that God. that kind of is in the sense that because for all of his like oh you know I'm the best, I'm the strongest, I'm Thanos, the Mad Tyrant, the Conqueror. Um, he has a super emo crush on death. It's not an emo crush, man. It is just like a massive hard on for her. Wait a second. So is he just want to kill everybody because somebody roared at his girl? No, my space. Okay, okay, uh, no, 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 no. What no, you're not getting it, is death itself in the Marvel is. universe. Yeah, death itself in the Marvel universe in the Marvel comics universe is an actual person. It's it's a lady thing. It, it is. I mean, she is she is in it, DC. It, it's an entity. She is a lady. <laughs> Death is a lady. Uh, she has a very uh, 10 out of 10 body, but a uh, skull for a head. <laughs> but a skull out of 10 for a face. <laughs> oh, it's like that Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Uh, face uh, off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can, can, can we get Walt Jr. and Thanos in, in Face Off 2? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. But no, in all seriousness, though, so Thanos... So the whole point of why he gathers the Infinity Gauntlet in the comic books is because he wants to do something to prove to death that he is, is he, worthy yeah. of her. Yeah, he's yeah. just trying to impress death. Yeah. He's like, I love death, death so much, yeah. I will kill for death. Yeah, death is an, is an embodied concept. Uh, it is basically a... First of all, Deadpool like, yeah, did it, not it, fuck a concept, okay? Deadpool has fucked indeed death. So, let's be honest here. He, he went, Wait, what? He went right. grape. He went purple balls deep into death. All right, <laughs> we are going all over the place, guys. Focus. Okay, we're not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, death exists as uh, a cosmic abstract uh, being in the universe, just like eternity, infinity, um, uh, master chaos, and Lord Order, or Master Chaos. Lord, I'm pretty sure Master yeah, Lord, Chaos Lord, and Lord, Lord Order's name on Metal Lord Band. Ca- I, think, I, I think it's Lord Chaos and Master Order. Is, it, but, is that after the um, Doom Agenda? <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, Death is literally the cosmic personification of the concept of Death. And Death has been courting Thanos since he was a child. And, so what you're saying ooh. is death was courting Thanos. Uh, yeah. Death and is a pedophile. Little <laughs> boy, pretty boy, I need you. You took that right pretty out of my boy. mouth. I was literally going to be like, you told me death's a pedophile? So, so did death. Uh, well, the oh. thing is, is, like, you would, you would, this is a hard thing for me to say, but even more than being a pedophile, the biggest problem with death's relationship with Thanos is that Death is such a bitch to him. No, are you trying to make him like bad? garbage? Are you trying to make me feel bad for Thanos because his girlfriend treats him like shit? <laughs> no. You know what? There's this whole th- parallels uh, that joke I made before about him having stock in MySpace and going to Hot Topic. I mean, you're only strengthening it. Right really? Now. Like, <laughs> what a bitch. When you break it down this way, that it's like. His girlfriend treats him like shit, so he just kills a bunch of people to try to impress her. He fucking sucks. Thanos is not Fuck the victim. Fuck this guy. 
Thanos <laughs> is responsible for his own actions. He is not the victim here. Fair but enough. But Death is still a bitch. Fair, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Death is still a bitch. Um, All right. So, so, so should Thanos, we go into it would, Yeah. Yeah, let's start from the top. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Should we go into his origins? Let's go into his origins. Unlike Ant-Man going into his organs. <laughs> his orifices. Uh, <laughs> his orifices. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, Thanos' but, uh, secret uh, orifices. Unpleasant. That is subjective. Not everyone would agree with you there, Doug. Some people might enjoy that. So, Doug, my first question for uh, you about Thanos is what emo band did he have on his MySpace page <laughs> as a teenager? Simple plan. Oh, my God. Thanos. How could this happen to me? Like, <laughs> uh, I think it's Blink-182, but he tells everybody else it's a different band. They're not an emo <laughs> band. <laughs> well, okay, so in all seriousness, so Thanos is, or they call him the Mad Titan, but Amazingly enough, his childhood pretty fucking normal, actually. I was gonna say they should replace uh, that M well, with an S. Well, uh, aside, from, aside from yes, aside from the fact that his mom decided when she saw his fucking grape face <laughs> that she was just gonna fucking try straight up try to murder him. Why? Um, she... Have you seen him? I would have murdered him as a baby too. <laughs> I just assume his mom and dad must have looked something like him. No, they no, actually, um, no, uh. So you mean to tell me they're ball sacks on a normal part of their body? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I like how you said that. Like you know for a fact. Like you hang out with them. Yes. You know. <laughs> you know. Tighten it out. I'm pretty sure Eternals have fucked people before. I'm pretty sure Eternals have fucked people. I thought. I thought you said. I'm pretty sure Turtles have fucked people. Eternals. Maybe. I don't know. Ask April O'Neil. I. <laughs> Guys, it doesn't make a bit of difference. The balls are inert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Time out. Time out. We have this to get is, this my so hard. I'm Duh. trying to get factual, but this is so hard. <laughs> yes, I don't like Thanos' erection for death. <laughs> okay. 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 Time out. Woosa. Woosa. All right. Back to what we were saying. So, yes. Okay. When he was born, so when he was born, he was born to this pair of Titans. Now, in in the movie, they say that the Titans Alar are... and Suisan. Right, right, no. no. But before before even before you even do that, <laughs> the Titans are a race of people from a far off planet. In the Marvel comics, in the yeah, in the movies, in the Marvel comics, the Titans are actually cre- people from the planet ti- from the I'm sorry from the Moon Titan that is of a moon Saturn. Of Saturn. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask. I, I remember. It. I remember them being like from the uh, proximity of Saturn. Yes. Right. So they are. They um, are technically from our solar system. Albeit. Yes. So the, Thanos is born. I'm is... oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Doug. No, I was going to say there. There is a race of uh, uh, humanoids uh, called the Eternals who were uh, basically created by the Celestials. And they tend to have uh, like greater abilities. In, in a way, they're like mutants or inhumans. It's just another category in Marvel. But um, so there were two colonies of Eternals on the Moon Titan. One of them failed, but then they combined it to one. And that's where uh, Thanos' parents met and fell in love and gave birth to a child 
uh, who purple baby ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was born. He was born with something called uh, deviant syndrome, which is uh, the deviants are a type of mutant within the eternal genetics. He's a mutant mutant. <laughs> He's a double mutant. Yeah. Kill him! Whoa. <laughs> Somebody right. get Senator Kelly on the phone. Right. We got a one yeah. deal. Like, like for, for the, yeah, I was going to say, for the record, all the other Eternals look like people with, like, you know, regular human skin colors. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking uh, Thanos. is just a, a purple ball chinian. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Somebody upon, get Will Smith. Upon giving birth to Thanos, uh, his mother held him in her arms and looked in his eyes and saw death and went crazy and tried to murder her baby. Good times, guys. Uh, she was stopped. Good yeah. times. She, she was restrained by uh, his father. Um, and he actually did go on to become a well-liked and respected member of the community. He was polite, friendly, uh, incredibly intelligent, like a super genius even among them so like people actually uh, liked him he was a fucking nice yeah. guy <laughs> yeah nice guy's finished he last. was he, he was a nice guy in fact he had uh, a moral disdain for the concept of death at this point um, he wanted to stop death. is that what you're saying n- no he just hated the idea of killing or things having to die he uh, wanted to stop death until he hit puberty and was like yo that bitch is hot well that's <laughs> You're not wrong because here's what happened is that he starts um, having these interactions with this woman who basically kind of seems to know a little too much about him and like he kind of having these urges. He starts getting yeah, hair in different places. He, she, kind, she kind of goads him into exploring the darker aspects of himself oh and he's my. kind of get buried. <laughs> is Ant-Man going <laughs> to explore the darker recesses of him too? <laughs> well we've we've already talked he, he might enjoy that we'll get into that later um listen ain't nothing wrong with that don't kink shame here this podcast I, is kink free kink shaming free no, hey, yeah kink shaming free we are so full of kinks <laughs> i like that band they are mad at it they do um kids in america right uh no they did uh they did that song later covered uh you really get me girl what was called? Right. i'm, I'm nanny, gonna do a long nanny. i'm gonna cut yeah. i'm gonna cut you guys uh, off that's the, that's the kinks i'm gonna do a long story short so we can get through his youth um long story short uh she's like oh yeah you know you should explore this you know like figure out death and what Ooh, it means to you, you and he's like no this. yeah so you try uh, this goes, it'd make me very happy Okay, I yeah, want you to draw me wearing this and nothing but this. Anyway, so uh, like he goes to uh, this cave because he is very scientifically curious and he's looking for some info on some life forms there. Uh, there's a cave in and the creatures uh, killed the two people he went with and uh, he managed to escape. And after this, uh, sh- uh, this woman that he has been kind of cajoling him finally convinces him that he needs to, uh, you know, enact revenge on behalf of the people who died. So he convinces him to go back down there and kill the creatures that killed the people who were with him. And this starts to uh, pique his interest in uh, death. And 
eventually sort of snowball, if you will. It does. He he kills a couple people, like a, a couple fellow titans, um, and then he kills his own mother to see if he could figure out why he feels the way he does inside. Um. Wow. Nice guy. Yeah. Like I, I want to so, make a joke about that, but uh, oh no, I got you. Hey, Mike, try to kill me. I'm gonna kill you back. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That works. Yeah. He ends up killing another 15 Titans, uh, like murdering them in secret. And then he goes to space and joins a pirate crew, believe it or not. Just to Is it the Star Jammers? Explore... Is it the Star Jammers? No, it's not. No, it's a much more evil pirate crew. Oh, wow. And... I'm just chuckling about he kills 15 Titans. It's like 15 Titans go to the graveyard because they're killed by Thanos. <laughs> uh, so he joins his pirate crew and uh, like to explore again this uh you know focus on violence and death and conquering and he eventually gets into a conflict with his captain because his captain is averse to killing and at this point thanos is kind of uh yeah i'm on board with this thanos so is all he kills about the that murder death yeah. kill yeah he kills the captain takes charge of the pirate fleet uh goes back to titan air bombs titan with the pirate fleet uh and then uh transports himself down to the surface to finish off any and all survivors by hand and this was in the 70s uh it, they kind of they didn't elaborate listen. upon it later in the 90s oh, okay, and stuff. Okay. if there's something if there's but, something that i've learned in, when it comes to like marvel comics in a way they like to um flesh out their 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 villains backstories later on mm, gotcha. right they kind of got to see if he's viable first. well not just that but also because their villains are created in a time of silliness thanos <laughs> copter yeah <laughs> uh did you want to get into that real quick but anyway so after he does this uh, this is when uh the woman that ha he had been in contact with who's kind of you know controlling him he realized no one else could see her except him and that's when she revealed the fact that oh, she man. was death. So not only not only is death like just an abstract thing, but it's also his imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> From Canada. <laughs> <laughs> From, you've never met her. <laughs> but she totally exists. Yeah. But, oh my god. But she uh, also convinced him to kill all those people. <laughs> Yeah, oh but oh my god. Thus, anyway, so thus begin. Was it was it wasn't that the topic of Motion City soundtrack album where the guy finds out his girlfriend is death all along and only he can see him? I might be imagining the <laughs> mid two thousands way differently. <laughs> no, but anyway, so that is his origin, and that is I know, I know, uh, no, but that was his origin, and that was what uh, founded his love of death and his basically his quest to earn the affection of Lady Death. Hey, buddy, why don't you kill these guys, eh? <laughs> uh, and I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> 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 oh I'm not your pal, God. friend. <laughs> there is something seriously fucking wrong with that. something wrong with Thanos too. Uh, well, yeah, imaginary there, Canadian girlfriend. 
there is a lot wrong with Thanos. That's what I'm talking about. So again, let's compare and contrast. Compare and contrast MCU Thanos versus comic Thanos. MCU Thanos. I need to save the universe by killing half of everything in it. Comic Thanos. I'm going to kill half the universe so that, you know, my bitch can have half the universe and the other half can still breed to give her more later. <laughs> no, she wants a handy from his girl. Yeah, man. There's Wait, a what? reason that it's in a gauntlet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, God oh, damn it. That, did not... that was terrible. Because <laughs> the Infinity Cod piece didn't have a good ring to it. <laughs> it, had a great, it had a great ring. It was a cock ring. It, if if, it, if it, uh, it was an Infinity Cod piece, I'm just imagining, like, you know, doing, like, one of the air thrusting to, like, wipe out half the universe. Listen, Valdo's been in control of the Infinity Cod piece for, like, 600 years. And he's not giving <laughs> yes. up. <laughs> Thanos does a DX thing to kill that. Yes! <laughs> yes! Break it down, motherfucker. Dude, how fucked would the universe be oh if Thanos was like part of either the Jets or the Sharks? <laughs> They'd be going up to Rumble, and as they're if, as he's going up snapping to Brawl, like half the other crew's going to a fucking period. No, 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 not for nothing. We would get that if uh, Avengers Endgame was directed by Michael Bay. Yes! Oh, I was talking about water just now. Oh, that motherfucker loves West Side Story. Just hearing that made me depressed. <laughs> what, West Side Story? No. Fucking Endgame directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good time for a break, guys. You find out he's a lizard in human skin. That no. is being controlled by spiders. <laughs> he orchestrated Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty's fall was an inside job. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I have sources. They won't, they, won't, they, won't, they won't let me source them or say their name, but I know. I know. I know everything. <laughs> Paulo, what do you know about Tower 7? I was saying, what do you know about what? <laughs> don't, don't respond. Just keep going. <laughs> I don't know what he's asking me. You, you don't want to. I do. Because I need to answer him. You can't just you can't just say some shit like that and then expect me not to know what the hell I've been I can't. I can't, I, I can't ask you about Tower 7. <laughs> what about Tower 7? Exactly. What, what about Tower 7, Paulo? Look into it. What about <laughs> S Club 7? Ooh. Ooh. What was S Club 7? All right, and we're back. So we talked a little bit about the Marvel Cinematic rendition of uh, Thanos. Thanos. Wipes out. Thanos. 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 It's all Thanos. Whatever. He's he's Thanos when Ant Man goes up. <laughs> anyway, though, Marvel Cinematic Universe Thanos wipes out half the universe for reasons. Pretty shitty reasons. Um, just because. Yeah, just because we theorize it's because he had stock in MySpace. He probably had a at least one fueled by ramen track on his MySpace page at some point. I thought that was comic book. It was comic book. <laughs> it was both. 
they can have some similarities. Well, no, because comic book Thanos, according to our brilliant description by Douglas, uh, yeah, comes from uh, the Titan AE moon of Saturn. And uh, yeah, has a crazy Canadian girlfriend. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah that, they totally haven't met, but she's totally real. She's totally real. And she's like, hey, kill those guys, buddy. Yeah. And yeah, um, she's totally Canadian, totally real. You haven't met her, but she's also the Avatar Death. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, Marvel Cinematic Thanos, you know, mid 2000s emo and 90s, uh, you know, and comic book Thanos is uh, true 90s goth. So there you go. There you have it. So. What else do you have to tell us about Thanos's origin there, Douglas? Right. Well, his origin, I pretty much covered. Let's plow through his history because it won't be as hard as it sounds. Because here's the thing. Uh, the character debuted in 73 in Iron Man. I believe it was Iron Man 55. And uh, his first major storyline was in Captain Marvel issues 24 to 28 uh, printed in 73 to 74. And that's where oh, this is Captain. Oh, can we Cube. just clarify? This is Captain. Oh Marvel. yeah, sorry, Captain Marvel. Marvel, the, the, the blonde not, dude. Yeah, the, the blonde not, dude. Not, not yeah, Carol not, Danvers. Not. Yeah, yeah, blonde, blonde Cree guy. I was going to say blonde Cree, but I realized they retconned Carol Danvers, so that doesn't specify enough anymore. But yeah, the original Captain Marvel, the blonde Cree male. Anyway, um, so the Cosmic Cube is kind of. Uh, it, it's a MacGuffin. It just does everything. Uh, it, it's basically the Infinity Gauntlet, except that they say the Infinity Gauntlet can override it because it's even stronger. <laughs> but it, it can rewrite reality. It, it basically does all the same shit. Um, Thanos had basically won, uh, but he thought that he had drained all of the power of the, of the cube into himself and discarded the cube thinking it was worthless. Uh, it was not. And Captain Mar- <laughs> and Captain Marvel uh, grabbed the cube and used it to undo all of the changes to reality Thanos had made, and Thanos lost. Oh, and Thanos. here's where we start a huge 17-year run of Thanos being a complete jobber. Now, for um, those of you who don't know what a jobber is, <laughs> all right, it's a this guy a man- that loses all the time. This is this is a man who who is a is a space alien god, so to speak, and is arrested by two New York City police officers. New York's finest are more powerful than space gods. Now, is this is this the infamous Thanos copter? Yes, that is the appearance of the infamous Thanos copter. Which, if you don't know is a tiny yellow helicopter that has Thanos written across both sides. <laughs> this is a real thing. Yeah, uh, this yes. is a real thing. It's an issue it's Spider-Man, if Spider- I recall correctly. Yeah, it, Spider- uh, Spidey Super Stories, number 39 in 1974. Once 1974, yep, wow. Once again, he's chasing the Cosmic Cube and, uh, you know, proceeds to get racked by uh, not Spider-Man, but a child. Wait, and, what? And she's not a child. Her name's Hellcat. I mean, you know, Patsy Walker. Yes, Patsy Walker. Oh, I thought, um, I thought you were talking about the child who had the cosmic cube. Who, uh, yes. when, when Thanos goes to pick it up, he's oh, like, oh, he's like bad, finders sorry. keepers, and the kid's like, no, Thanos, losers, weepers, yeah, <laughs> and then gets it back. That, that's literal dialogue, by the way. Wait, that that really wow. That's literal dialogue. That's 
that's great a writing right there uh, man. oh god actually i didn't know that that's amazing that is literal yeah, dialogue no, from it, that comic. literal dialogue from that comic i posted it uh just before the we started on the episode let you tell you where our head's at mm. when we're talking about Thanos, guys. <laughs> All right, so... You got beat by a child eating yeah. some ice cream. Come on. Yeah, so okay. anyway, I tried to search for, like, Thanos stories, like, from the 80s. And I came across, like, two or three issues where it, they were inconsequential, like, one-offs. And so he did nothing for a long time. But then we get to 1990 and Thanos Quest... Thanos Quest was a two-issue series that was capturing, um, it, it was the prelude to Infinity Gauntlet, which is what the movie fans would know as Infinity War. Um, Thanos Quest saw Thanos uh, going across the universe to get the six Infinity Gems, at that point still called Soul Gems, um from the elders of the universe uh beings like the collector um from the mcu um uh crap what was goldblum's character again the grandmaster grandmaster yeah yeah uh like the grandmaster the collector uh those are two of the elders of the universe that they actually show in mcu but there's more and uh, they all had one of the Infinity Gems to themselves, and Thanos just went throughout the universe uh, collecting them one at a time and getting them all together to form the Infinity Gauntlet, which led into a storyline called the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> um, that took place in 91, I believe, and that is... Uh, the storyline that Infinity War basically tries to it it doesn't copy it, it there's a lot of different settings and scenarios in it but the premise is is that's where Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet and wipes out half the life in the in the universe. Uh, Do they turn to Ash in the comics as well? Um, they just the effect is kind of the same. They, or they just I think disappear. they just popped. Yeah, they just like like popped out of existence. I, think. I wish I remember. I read it just before I read it not too long before the infinity movie, the infinity war movie came out mm. and if I, yeah, no, I think Doug's right. They just kind of popped. Mm. Um, so, so do you want to spoil how uh Endgame is going to happen? How do they all come back? Um, I don't think they're going to do it in Endgame, So I don't mind spoiling it. Um, okay. So, when this happens, remember, Thanos is, with the Infinity Gauntlet, a god. Like, he is not only omnipotent, he's omniscient. And so, after he kills half the universe, and Death is still acting all... Uh, I don't care, I'm not impressed. Uh, Thanos is getting really frustrated. Uh, he has, for some reason, Mephisto, you know, the Prince of Lies and the Devil, as his, uh, like, counselor. I don't know why he would do that. But he convinces Thanos that the reason death isn't impressed is because there's no risk. He's not taking any chances. It's all a foregone conclusion. So what Thanos does is he disables the uh, informational inputs from the gems into his mind so he doesn't have his omniscience. Mm. And he goes, this way the heroes have like a 0.04% chance of winning. Like, oh, dude, that's some Bond villain shit. Yeah, 
he's like, you know, I had a hundred percent chance of winning, but I'm going to give him like, you know, a fraction of a percent and that'll show death that I'm brave. Uh, oh, that's so lame. <laughs> that is incredibly lame. Yeah. Continue, Doug, please. Uh, no, but uh, some of the stuff that some of the ways he kills all of the various uh, heroes that show up to fight him in the comic, uh, the heroes that survived the snap. Um, are actually represented in the movies, and I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, like, do you remember what he does with the reality gem to Drax and Mantis in Infinity War? Oh yeah, when he um he turns them into like the this kind of weird dicey stuff. Like he dices them up almost. Yeah, he turns uh, Drax into cubes, and Mantis gets all like elongated and like in like ribbons. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he does stuff like that to uh, a bunch of the characters. He kills the heroes in some really weird and vicious ways in that, in the Infinity Gauntlet comics. Uh, he turns Nova, Richard Ryder, just turns him into cubes. Um, Wolverine stabs him in the chest, so he just turns Wolverine into rubber. Like, no bones, or like all of his bones, flesh, organs are just rubber. He can't move. He's just Fantastic. a pile. Of, he's just a pile of oh, goo. Uh, he creates an impenetrable square, invisible force field around Cyclops' head, and he suffocates to death while Captain America tries to break the force field off with a shield. <laughs> Hang on a second. This is this is kind of a silly question because this is like mass death of the Marvel universe. Yeah. You said this is what 90? 90. 91. Was that was that before or after death of Superman? Before. Oh wow. But the thing, I mean, is, well, the thing is, uh, Death Superman was supposedly supposed to be like an incontinuity mainstream thing that was going to persist, and everybody knew that the end of Infinity Gauntlet, like, they're clearly not going to leave every hero in the Marvel Universe dead. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I just, I just <coughs> wasn't too sure if this happened like before or after like the the mass killing of like a lot of comic book heroes because. You know, I always read about how for a while they're, you know, they were off and everybody to push comics. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, wasn't sure if this fell under that. One would say that Thanos was destined to job this one way or another. Uh, he actually brings it up himself uh, later, and I'll get to that right after we finish talking about how he loses, which is um, in a moment of basically kind of not paying attention and being caught off guard by a counterattack by the few heroes who survived the initial attack uh nebula his daughter gets the gauntlet but she is not nearly as proficient at wielding it and mm. essentially fucks up and eventually the gauntlet ends up in the hands of adam warlock who, who is a character who has long been intertwined with uh, Thanos, uh, since Adam Warlock's first appearance, I believe, in the early 80s, one of the few things Thanos did during the 80s. He was also in one of the, um, one of the movie post-credit scenes, technically. Really? Yeah, for Guardians 2. Yeah, in the cocoon. They didn't show the character. He was in his cocoon. Who, who the fuck is Adam Warlock? Uh, he's a man, he's supposed to be, like, the genetically perfect, like, organism or something. Okay. And, uh, he's got gold skin, and he's aloof. <laughs> Lots of superpowers, unexplained really how much power wise he's got. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm, okay. It right. looks like he stepped out of the comics in like the the mid to late sixties. 
All right. Yeah. So, gotcha. All right. So now I'm going to plow through the next two storylines because they're much less important. Uh, okay. Okay. So next is the comic book Infinity War, which is nothing like the movie Infinity War. Um, okay. So after Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Eternity, uh, who is the living embodiment of the universe, uh, and one of the three beings in the universe more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet because Eternity created the Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity Gems, at least, um, decides that the gems can never again be brought together. Uh, and to assist with this, uh, Adam Morlock and Eternity and the other cosmic beings reach a deal where they will form something called the Infinity Watch, where there'll be six members and they each protect once one of the infinity stones to make sure that they, no one ever gets their hands on all of them again. And it turns out they reveal later that the secret sixth member was Thanos, even after he had the infinity gauntlet. Ed, say it. I know you want to. No, I'm good. <laughs> I was expecting the Vince look, man, it was me, Austin, um, but okay. <laughs> it was me. It right. was Thanos all along. Yes, so Infinity War happens, and uh, Adam Warlock's evil twin, Magus, which is canon and is goes all the way back to the early 80s, that storyline I was just talking about, uh, gets the Infinity Gauntlet for his own agenda. Thanos is more of a side character. doesn't really matter what happens. Magus loses, obviously. And uh, then, finally, the next one is Infinity Crusade, where it turns out, oh... Okay, Magus was Adam Warlock's evil side. Uh, let's show his good side. But his good side was uh, this, like, zealotous uh, uh, cosmic being obsessed with unity and order to the point of subduing free will. Oh. And so then they solved that problem. And then after this, Thanos is like, you know... Every time I've, achi- I've achieved godhood, I've let it slip between my fingers. And part of me wonders if maybe that's, you know, something that I've done to myself. Maybe my subconscious doesn't want me to grasp it. I'm just going oh to chill here and farm for a bit and think about life. So, and- giant purple mad titan god, space god, is like, mm, raising some cows sound pretty good. Yeah, mostly crops, and he has a and he has a scarecrow where it's just like two sticks like tied in a cross, and then he has his Thanos costume over it. I think I know where this goes. So he he's working on this farm, and all of a sudden, an alien from another planet crashes, and this kid has powers <laughs> that he gets from the sun. <laughs> and then Thanos kills him and offers him to his lady. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos still has a hard on for death, by the way. Like that just doesn't stop. It, it really it, it does temporarily, and then comes back. I was gonna say uh, bullshit. He got a giant farming throbbing erection. Yeah, I was gonna say the thing <laughs> he's is, got a farming throbbing well, erection. It, he, he, even Thanos knows if an erection lasts more than four hours that you need to give it a chill. So sometimes he gets mad at her, and then he forgives her like a bitch. What if in the movies, because as we had determined already, the movies, he's like, you know, this mid-2000s emo kid. What if instead of him becoming an actual farmer, he just gets addicted to farming simulators? <laughs> <laughs> I I literally can't 
even. And then, and then instead of did him, Doug like, just say I literally can't even. I think he did. Motherfucker loves Farmville. I wanted to follow up with can't even and then say something, but I literally couldn't even think of something to say after can't even. Motherfucker <laughs> loves Stardew Valley. <laughs> That's a fun game. Oh man, he is blowing up your fucking Facebook notifications. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, instead of you know him just constantly getting shit from uh, death, he just gets a bunch of shit from like chicks he like sends dick pics to on Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, on uh, Tinder, whatever, whatever the kids use these days. Oh my god! Who knows? You know, he doesn't even send him dick pics. He just sends him pics of, the, of his chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who could tell the difference? Oh my god. Oh, right. So uh Disney hire me. Alright. <laughs> we are slowly making progress through his storyline. Now um let's move on to the next big storyline uh with Thanos, which is not Oh, an actual good one. Yeah, a, a really good one. <laughs> How do you actually feel, Paulo? Oh, this is a very exciting storyline. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> All right. Uh we <laughs> are going your to reaction. We're gonna talk about the two thousand six series Annihilation. Annihilation, sir? Sorry. Annie High Latione. <laughs> the way it's spelled Nailed is it. fucking terrible. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> wait, wait. That's Oh, wait. That isn't how you spell annihilation, is it? No, it's annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah. Because wow. technically, the, to... villain, the villain of the story isn't Thanos. No. No, it's not. He's a, he's a side character, but he's an important one. Uh, the surprisingly enough, the main character of Annihilation is Annihilus. Whoa! Wait, is this one where they drew Drax like he was uh, Kratos? Yes. Ah, okay. I think I have read this. Yeah, you have. It was actually one of the first things you read on uh, our recommendation. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, this is where Annihilus, like the the Bug Man from the Negative Zone, fantastic um, four villain. Yeah. Uh, leads something called the Annihilation Wave, which is a seemingly endless army of terrifying insect monstrosities from the negative zone into uh, the positive... Regular Marvel Universe, yeah. yeah. I like that Pixie song. <laughs> oh, wait, it was a wave of mutilation, my bad. Oh, that is a good song, though. It is. Fair enough. That was a wave of mutilation, let's be honest yeah. here. So, um, in this storyline, Thanos teams up with Annihilus and helps him uh, capture Galactus even to use as a weapon. They like mount him to a ship and basically make Galactus a cannon. I was just about to say they just fucking Galactus cannon. Let's go. Yeah. And <laughs> what I love is there's a character named Moondragon and she asks him like how are you okay with this? How are you okay with serving under somebody? And Thanos just goes I'm just so tired of repeating the same cycles of my life over and over. I just want to see how this plays out. It might be interesting to see a shift in the power you know, dynamic of the universe. Why are you serving, Underbody? Have you seen our sweet Galactus cannon? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great answer, too. Um, look, look! I know, I know. You may think a trebuchet is a superior siege weapon, <laughs> but you should see how fucking far you can launch a three hundred kilogram projectile with this baby. Right. Now, uh, a, a very brief mention uh, of something that happened. Trebuchet. 
sorry. I'm no, it's, sorry. It's, it's, it's all right, man. It's I'm funny just episode. laughing at somebody trying to fucking like compare a trebuchet to fucking Galactus. <laughs> Galactus cannon. No. Oh, mon ami. Guys, uh, like, like this, this catapult's pretty cool. So I, I did forget to but mention Galactus, something that's though. somewhat important. Uh, it happened before Annihilation. Um, okay, I, I call it a lover spat. Um, the Silver Surfer starts having images of uh, death appearing in his mind, and uh, like death appears to be courting him somehow. So the Silver Surfer goes to the person that he knows knows death the best, Thanos, and tries to ask him what's up with this. Uh, Thanos gets jealous and literally beats the Silver Surfer to death. Can you explain to me why your lady is trying to come to me? Oh, oh, I'm so angry now I'm going to beat you to death with your own surfboard. So I saw this lady with a skull for her face and she was wearing a Canucks jersey. She likes the Habs. <laughs> but uh it's a, it's a little canada joke for you guys there <laughs> you're welcome canada no but um so thanos is not just mad at the surfer because of his jealousy he's, he's mad at death so he uh he takes uh the body of the surfer the soul of the surfer one or the other uh into the realm of death to confront death uh herself and throw a hissy fit who are you talking to? Who have you been messaging on MySpace? Give, give yeah. me your phone. Give, yeah. give me your phone. Give me your phone. You've, you've brought at my girl the last time. Yep. So he is, uh, he's throwing this hissy fit, and Death's kind of having none of it. And to spite Death, he's like, all right, you know what? I'm If you want him, I'm taking him away from you. And somehow he brings him back to life, the surfer. And he's like, I'm not letting you have him. And so Death's like, oh, yeah? Well, you'll never have me ever. You can't die, bitch. Oh, yeah. It makes him immortal. Yeah. Uh, so I bring that up because at the end of Annihilation, uh, Thanos does uh, betray Annihilus after he finds out Annihilus didn't want to conquer the universe. He wanted to destroy it. Um, so then he frees Galactus uh, and after doing so, gets killed by Drax in a, in a really amusing scene where Thanos looks down and sees a hand coming through his chest from the back holding his heart. And Thanos just looks at it and goes, huh, interesting. And, and then just dies. Yeah. And uh, while he dies, he sees death appear to him. And apparently death has allowed him to die. Um, and just like that, Thanos is dead. End of story. We no longer need to talk about him. <laughs> but not really though guys. yeah not really Psych, of course because death immediately resurrects him and makes him unkillable again death is a bitch yeah de death really like seriously thing is, you know okay, what else that loves yeah. to do cuckold him he really does uh or she really does and the thing is is thanos uh is a monster but death is such a catty little bitch in the marvel universe really is though I, I mean thanos keeps falling for her shit though i mean like yeah thanos is such a little punk yeah so who's responsible for all these problems it's it's the idiot who keeps coming back for more yeah all right so we're almost through to where he is now uh the next major storyline is something called the thanos imperative uh this is the storyline where death brings thanos back to life and makes him immortal again and uh due to Another storyline in War of Kings, which we we won't get into, but I'm, I'm still stuck on that line. Made him immortal again. Yeah, I know. 
that, that that's funny. Fucking comic books, man. <laughs> um, but in the Thanos Imperative, due to a breach uh, between universes caused by uh, again a, an event from another storyline, um, something called the Cancerverse starts to leak into our universe. What the Cancerverse is is it's a universe where um, the Captain Marvel of that universe made a deal with like certain Lovecraftian beings called uh, the Many Angled Ones to kill the concept of death. The Many Angled Ones? Yeah, it, it's actually really interesting. Though. Yeah, it, it's a play off of like, the Great Old Ones. They're supposed to be eldritch beings like Lovecraftian. It, it's uh, a bunch okay. of Cthulhu's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 like like angler as in the fish. Fishing, many, a, no, angled. Angled as if they, uh, like, what's it called? Have many angles that like are kind of conflicting and don't uh, uh, go with Euclidean geometry. I was just about yeah. to say that you're telling me that these beings are just a bunch of non-Euclidean geometry. Not for nothing, though, Matt bringing up the angler fish. Not too far off. No, 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 not for nothing. That'd be terrifying because those, those things themselves, the fangly fishes with the lights on top of them, mm. they're they they are living elder tars. Like, tell me they're not. I mean, everything I that pretty much lives at the bottom of the ocean is an elder tar. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure H.P. Lovecraft created the ocean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, I'm almost through this, and we only got a little after that, and then we can start talking about the movies more. So, um, so in this storyline, uh, every Every being in the Cancerverse is incapable of death, and like you blow off their head, and they just start like growing like fucking Cthulhu tentacles and shit from it. Um, and they're also all corrupted by the elder beings, uh, primarily Shumagorath, uh, who fans. Oh man, Shumagorath from Marvelous Capcom. Yep. Fan oh man, Shumagorath, yeah. my favorite Godzilla villain. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, <laughs> I think I'm confused. Yeah, me. for fans who either might know him from the video games or from old Doctor Strange comic books, but yeah. Um, so the purpose of this is that Thanos takes a team of the most powerful, like, uh, like cosmic be uh, beings that aren't like Galactus level. So it it's Thanos, uh, Nova Prime. It was a power of like all the Nova Corps. Uh, the Silver Surfer, Gladiator, who's practically Silver Age Superman in a lot of ways. Um, Quasar, who's like a much, much more powerful version of Green Lantern. And then Ronan the Accuser, who feels inadequate the entire series. Wait, Ronan the Accuser. That's not the same Ronan from yep. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah, okay, cool. Um, and they go into the Cancerverse to find a way to try and stop it and, like, stop the bleed, close the breach. And what they end up doing is Thanos becomes the avatar of death. Uh, and so the evil eldritch corrupted Captain Marvel thinks by killing him, they'll kill death in the universe they're invading, <clears throat> the 616 mainstream Marvel Universe. But what it does is by killing Thanos in the Cancerverse, instead of doing what he wanted, what it does is it allows the concept of death back into the Cancerverse. Oh. And so that's how they stop that threat. And then Thanos and uh, Nova and – was Star-Lord also a trap there? Star-Lord, yes. Yeah. And so the three of them get trapped in the Cancerverse, temporarily, of course, comics. Which does the stupidest thing they could have ever done. But continue, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But that, that's pretty much it, though. They're stuck there. And 
Thanos doesn't come up again until uh, the storyline Infinity, which is funny because even in that, they never explain how he got out of the Cancerverse at all. They don't even mention it. <sighs> Marvel. Just another fucking baby in a blizzard. <sighs> I love that I have made that a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yo, I'll give you full credit for that. Marvel loves their babies in a blizzard. That's all it is. It's fucking bastards just leaving storylines. Do you understand? They killed off one of my favorite fucking characters, the Nova Prime, Richard Ryder, to, stuck in the cancer for supposedly dying a heroic fucking death there. And for what? They never bring it back up. I know. And he was the best Nova and the best costume. And also, I kind of liked it when he had the whole power of the core. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Right. I'm not. I'm right. not because I'm going on a freaking tirade. Yeah, I know. So uh, next, we have uh, the storyline that introduces a bunch of characters that you may recognize from the movies. Uh, we have the storyline Infinity, um, which has nothing to do with the Infinity Gems, which is kind of funny. Can I say something um, real quick? Yeah. Kind of, for whatever reason, I don't know why it bugs me so much. Don't know why the movies changed uh, the gems to stones. Yeah, I know. Like, that bothers you? Yeah, that and the fact they also changed the colors, but yeah. that's, I that's been explained, though. Yeah, I think I didn't like somebody fuck it up in like one of the first movies or something because it was like yeah. between multiple studios and they had to run with it or something. It's that they didn't know that they were going to be successful enough to last long enough to make like the Infinity Gauntlet Thanos storyline happen. So they just started with the Cosmic Cube, which has always been blue in the comics. Hmm. And so to explain his powers, they had to make it the Space Stone or the Space Gem. And blue was always the mind stone, so or the mind gem. So they had to then change the colors all around. And then I don't know why they had to be stones and gems. That that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't mind them not calling it the gems because all it makes me think of is that stupid fighting game. Uh, what was it called? X Men something something Marvel gems. Superhero? No, no, the one where you beat... It was on Super Nintendo. Oh, where you beat the piss out of people um, and gems fall out and you gotta get them. X-Men versus Steven Universe and the Crystal Gems? No, it wasn't that. I can't remember. I, I, literally, I literally... It's the, there's a Marvel Super Heroes um, beat-em-up game. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was a real fighter. Either way, though, it was... No, no, no. They, like, they, they were both called Marvel Super Heroes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Marvel Super Heroes. That's it. Yeah. I hated that fucking game. Why? Why? The gems are stupid. I hated it. Once Marvel versus Capcom and X Men versus Street Fighter hit, I was like, "Yes, this is what it's about." I feel like nowadays, though, they're always the Infinity Stones. Now they're no longer the Infinity Gems. Uh, yeah, the the movies have taken priority. They they even re, they even recolored them in the comic books to look like the movies. Yep, that just shows you the power of the movies now. Well, that is where they make main, most of their money. Ma mainstream mainstream media making it for for marvel making them the money instead of the comic books that's why the comic books are in such a state of disarray well it's going to get better now that uh disney owns fox and now they're going to start making x-men comics like with real effort now oh well they just put one of the so one of the writers uh who actually wrote that thanos storyline infinity 
uh, he's now writing the X-Men uh, starting in July, I believe he's going to start writing X-Men. Oh, nifty. Which is exciting because I actually really like him. He's written some of the wildest fucking stuff in Mar- in Marvel. Um, so, like, I-, I actually might start picking up X-Men comics again as a result of that. <gasps> Are you talking about uh, Jonathan Hickman? Jonathan Hickman, indeed. Indeed, Jonathan Hickman, who wrote uh, Infinity, he wrote uh, that whole thing where the uh, you know Secret Wars with uh, Doctor Doom becoming God Emperor Doom. Didn't who was he a better... have a hand in Annihilation? Am I wrong? No, I don't think he did. You think the name the name sounds familiar to me? He's written a lot of really like yeah. good long stuff. Like he's been he's been writing good stuff for a while. Like I actually highly recommend <clears throat> another series that he wrote called Shield, but it's not about shield as in like agents of shield or anything like that it actually is this crazy story where you know galileo actually went up into the uh, i'm sorry leonardo da vinci actually went up into the sun to reignite it at one point um he fought galactus michelangelo actually exists in all periods of time everywhere um it's really fucking weird but it's really freaking cool uh, all, right. all right. So, so Doug, let's yeah. get back to Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually spoke when I said it didn't have anything to do with Infinity Gems. Um, it did. It, that was actually one of the two reasons that Thanos and his uh, Black Order went to Earth. The Black Order is the minions you see in the movies. Um, now, there's five of them in the <laughs> comics that they decided not to include Supergiant in uh, the movie. I don't know why. They just didn't. I, I guess they felt four was better. And they also renamed Black Dwarf. Uh, because I guess they just didn't want to care to name Black Dwarf. Yeah, I can see how that could backfire. Um, so they renamed him Cull Obsidian, which is actually uh, a secondary name for the Black Order itself in the comics. But yeah, so you you have uh, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Supergiant, uh, Ebony Maw, and Black Dwarf. Ebony Maw. Uh, Ebony Maw. Is it Ebony Maw? Yeah, I, I know. it was just the Ebon Maw. I I thought so too, and I and Ebon Maw sounds so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does though. Like I feel like it's more Yeah, but it's Ebony. Nefarious. I, I don't know. No, I agree completely. Um so they go to Earth to because they find out that the Illuminati, uh you know, the the smart uh heroes of Earth who kind of converge in secret to decide what happens with everything else on earth goddamn globalists yeah uh they, <laughs> thanos finds out that they each have an affinity gem so he sends his black order uh to earth to find them and but the second thing he's looking for is he has a son on earth and uh they find his son and his son finds out uh before this that he's an inhuman and is living in an inhuman colony but he hasn't undergone Terragenesis, which is how humans get their powers. Um, so, like, Thanos and Ebony Maw show up, and they, like, kill everybody in that fucking, like, you know, city. And as a resort, uh, Black Bolt uh, releases a Terrigen bomb to release mists upon any survivors of that, and that's how Thanos' son, Thane, gets his powers, and also becomes a Deviant. Because his name is Thane. Yes, it is. And Thane has, uh, like, death powers, which, of course, he does. So is is Thane just uh, Bane if Mike Tyson was reading a Batman comic book? No, but I like your interpretation better. All right. My, my question is this. Who is his mom? 
who was his mom? I'm blanking. Like if if you're fucking if if Thanos only had a hard on for death. Oh, Th- Thanos has actually had uh, progeny across the universe. And in fact, at one point, uh, to prove his love for death, he went throughout the universe and killed everything he'd ever sired. He just murdered all his kids. Yeah, okay. to, to prove that uh, he loved death and death alone. God, yeah. Thanos. Yeah, I know. Yeah, real relatable, guys. <laughs> Saying... Just saying. I'm telling you, man, that that ter- the pterodactyl man just wanted to turn people into death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, way more yeah. relatable. So, <laughs> at, at, at the end of the storyline, Thane manages to uh, use some kind of like uh, I don't know how to describe it, but he encloses uh, Thanos and uh, Corvus Glaive in this like yellow cube that like freezes them in time. It's like a state of like neither life nor death or something. Um, but of course he gets out of that eventually. Now, leading up to Secret Wars, um, we've talked about that before where all the multiverse was collapsing and they were having convergence events where two realities would intertwine. And if one of the earths wasn't destroyed, both realities, not just the earths, but both realities, both universes were obliterated. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. I remember how he gets out of that. Namor lets him out because Namor is another piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so Thanos, his Black <laughs> Order. Winged feet. Yeah. So Thanos, his Black Order, and Namor um, start being this proactive uh, force against convergences. And every time there's a convergence, they go to the other earth and kill it. You mean you could say they're like the anti Illuminati, if you will? <sighs> Oh, goddamn globalists! <laughs> All right, Doug. How much more we got to get through? Uh, not much. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, he starts killing, uh, you know, other universes, but eventually, convergence happens. Uh, Secret Wars happens. Uh, Thanos tries to uh, talk shit to God Doom. Does not go well for him. <laughs> uh, In other words, it is not a good time. Yeah, Doom is a better villain than than Thanos. Yeah, uh, Do- Doom ripped his spine and skull out of his chest. Um, isn't Thanos currently oh, dead in the comics? Didn't Gamora behead him? Uh, yes, uh, he is dead in the comics currently because of that. Um, but again, you know, I mean, that won't last long. We know that exactly. It's comics. Um, but no, we need to do an episode just the, on death and comics. The very last thing I want to talk about, though, is this great compilation uh, of Thanos' that, death. No, um, it was. A compilation of five issues of the Thanos series, issues 13 to 18, and uh, also Thanos Annual Number 1. It was called Thanos Wins. And, Ooh, what is Thanos doing these? Um, <laughs> the storyline takes place millions and millions and millions of years into the future, uh, where present-day Thanos gets uh, summoned by future, future, future Thanos, and... Uh, because at this point, Thanos has killed almost everything in the universe. The but he only, killed everything in the universe. Not everything. There's a couple things left alive. Oh, uh, man. Crazy fucking cosmic ghost rider. Yes. He's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. Uh, so the survivors of this universe are Thanos, uh, the Hulk, who he has chained oh, in pet. his ba- yeah, chained yeah. in his basement and as a terrified, beaten, abused pet, like who fucking cowers like at the very sight of Thanos. Like Thanos has oh, abused damn. him for millennia, if not longer, but he can't kill him. That's the funny thing. 
<laughs> um, hysterical. Thanks, Ed. Uh, the other living thing uh, is some some being that they just refer to as the Worthy, and it's old Thanos's last threat in the universe, and he needs younger Thanos's help to stop him. Uh, and it turns out the Worthy is the Silver Surfer who has spent thousands of years training himself to become morally and mentally worthy of Mjolnir. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's the final battle. And it's hammer time. <laughs> so uh, together, the two Thanoses do manage to kill uh, the Surfer. Oh, and the other character is uh, the Cosmic Ghost Rider, who is... Um, Frank Castle. Frank Castle, who became Galactus's herald, so he has the power cosmic, but also is the spirit of vengeance. Please tell me he's riding that sweet motorcycle he, he in is. space. He is. Yes! He is. is. And also, he's insane. He's almost like Deadpool because he's been alive for millions of years and seen too much. <laughs> um, so, but after this, uh, Thanos is, uh, modern day Thanos is like, you could have done this yourself. Why did you bring me here? And, and old Thanos was like, like, you know, I'm at, I'm at the end. Like I've done everything. I need you to kill me. And so they start fighting. And finally old Thanos is on his knees, like going, just end it. Kill me, please. I beg you. And modern day Thanos just goes, Thanos does not beg. I am not only am I not going to kill you, I'm going to go back to my time and make sure that I never turn into the pathetic piece of like trash you are like, like, because frankly, if I ever get to a point where I beg anybody for anything, then I shouldn't exist. Essentially. It, yeah, exactly. And so he just leaves. And actually that's when uh death gives him a little like, wink and a nod kind of smile like yeah that's what i that's what i wanted you to see here be the thanos i want not that old bastard well doesn't Ooh. uh doesn't uh cosmic ghost rider then steal him steal go back in time steal baby thanos yes and now he's got he's running around with baby thanos on on the motorcycle yep yes uh he raises baby thanos uh baby thanos turns into uh a pu the Punisher, basically. And uh, like Frank's like, oh, man, I, I did a good job. And then he realizes like there's this utopia. And he's like, wait a minute, what's that down there? Oh, that is a dystopian like slum ghetto, like full of violence. And he's like, yeah, that's where all the criminals go. And he's like, no, you don't get it. You're not supposed to be like this. I really should be better. He's like, did you? Did you really? <laughs> he's like, you're the Punisher. And he's like, all right. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's what baby Thanos, Thanos currently like, that's baby Thanos exactly yeah. so, uh, so it's like baby dark side so at that point uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider kills that Thanos and then goes back in time and puts the baby Thanos he kidnapped back in the crib because he's like you know what I'm just going to fuck it up worse <laughs> <laughs> oh man what a story na the cyclical nature of comics yeah seriously uh, you know it's what amazing. I want you know what I really want what? what do you really, really want? I want Cosmic Ghost Rider to race Thanos in his Thanos copter. Ooh, that'd be a good race. Who wins? <laughs> <laughs> you know who wins? The readers. The fans. 
Who wins? We all lose. Pick a side. So (laughs) we've discussed all this. Let's talk about how they're going to stop Thanos in the movies. Oh, we already discussed that. Yeah, we we totally already discussed this. Ant-Man shrinks down, crawls up his booty hole, Uh and then expands, and then bam, bam. You guys have already written this off as a foregone conclusion, though. Mm -hmm. We've seen how durable Thanos is. Yeah, the Hulk beat on him, and Thanos is like, ah, this is nothing. Yeah, but we we don't know if his insides are quite as invulnerable. We don't, but what if they are? Because I'm saying... Ant-Man just may crawl up there and start trying to grow, find himself unable to, and just give, like, Thanos, like, a really intense prostate orgasm. <laughs> so, what so the hell what, what, what you're telling me is that the real end game is that Thanos just gets to explore his sexuality with Paul Rudd. Yeah, it, it's called Happy Ending Game. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane and is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off HTTP colons forward slash forward slash freemusicarchive.org. Our intermission music is Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod off incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license http colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash and our outro music is miami nights extended theme also by kevin mcleod off incomtech.com license under creative commons by attribution 3.0 license http colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 3.0 forward slash.